1: Three conference, which is thriving this week, and we're with Kristen Borgesen, who is the vice president of marketing at Future Vault. Welcome, Christian.
0: Thanks, Doug. Uh, glad to be here, first time at T three, and looking forward to our conversation. What are your perceptions of the conference? It's been pretty lively. Amazing! I, I actually just had this chat over dinner last night. Uh, you know, as a as a first time attendee, of course, we weren't sure what to expect out of it, other than what we were hearing from our industry peers. And the energy is dynamic; it's, it's contagious. I don't know if I'm allowed to use that word ever since COVID, but the energy is contagious. And um, you know what? We'll we'll be back
1: again. That's for sure. People seem to be happy to be out of Zoom and live. Yes. So there's a lot of high-impact areas of wealth tech that are influencing firms and advisors that buy technology. Let's talk about some of those. One of them is enabling the client experience. Tell me about that.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's sort of what we would refer to even as like the, the, the first high-impact area of wealth tech. I mean, enabling client experience has so much of an impact around all of the other areas of wealth management and the relationship that advisors have with their clients. And this one really ultimately boils down to personalization. It's all about how do you as an advisor or an advisory firm make it easy for your clients to do business with you? And not only that, not just on the first time, but also to do repeat business with you so that you continue to retain clients. You've got mind share. They've got your loyalty and you're building trust all along the way. There's many different ways uh, about how, how you can go about doing that. I mean, one of them, you know, onboarding is, is a key one. You know, we look around the room here at T3 and Everyone's got a solution for onboarding or they're trying to solve onboarding because it's a major sticking point and it's that very first interaction, if not one of the first interactions that advisors have with their clients. So if you can make that very smooth and easy for your clients, you're ultimately going to do at least a better job at winning them in their business at the end of the day. And then there's there's other things that extend beyond just onboarding. but essentially it you know it boils down to personalization, making your client feel like you care about them, making it easy for them to do business with you. And that just builds a
1: lot of trust. And as we know, trust is is it's the ultimate currency. Onboarding is huge because it is your first experience. And if your first experience with your advisor is seamless, you're much more likely to give a referral to a friend, you're much more likely to give more share a wallet, all those kind of things. So that's really important. Another one is automating advisor workflow. That's... That's a that, that's a key one and that's a major
0: sticking point for, um, you know, mostly for front office and advisor teams as, as we're speaking of it in this context. And, and really, when you look at what advisors are faced with on a daily basis and you look at, you know, you peel back the layers of some of the things that they're involved with, even as it relates to client onboarding, like we were talking about, there's hundreds if not thousands of little small manual mundane tasks that they just they have to do. Every single day. So, wealth tech solution providers should look for ways to help advisors automate and alleviate those manual processes so that they're not stuck doing behind the scenes paperwork, just as an example, and that they can actually spend a lot more time with their clients where it matters, right? So, help them automate the important things that need to get done and they stack up so that they can spend more time. Uh, with their clients actually providing advice, which is what they want to
1: do. One of the things that people talk about that has maybe even become a buzzword is fully integrated experiences. So what is that and what does it mean? And give me your take. Yeah, that's
0: that's an interesting one. And that that is one that I personally love. I mean we're here at FutureVault, we're very close to what that means, at least what we think that means and, and the way we would sort of define it, and I'm not going to go and give you a proper definition, but how we look at it is it's not just about integrating technologies that enable, you know, again, we talked about number two, the automating the advisor workflow. So it's not just about integrating experiences and technology that help to automate advisor workflow. Now we're talking about how do we integrate the experiences in the systems all the way from the back office level So you've got compliance teams and your operational teams you know, working within the same systems. They've got connected experiences that then translates all the way down to their front office and to their advisors. And they've got integrated experiences to and from back office to front office and then all the way down to their clients and their investors and the households that they work with on a daily basis. And then all the way back up as well too. So even when we talk about you know, um, data governance and data management, and just making sure that all of the data is, is uh, unified across systems. This is one of the ways to achieve that, is to make sure that we've got a fully integrated experience and that there is bi directional integration. So we've got systems talking to and from one another, not just pushing data, for example, into
1: one system with what's been going on the last couple of years and I'm looking forward to not saying this soon but enhanced security compliance all that stuff people being at home on their computers people attacking computers and all that stuff so that's a big one that's a that's a huge one i mean I
0: think everyone has, um, you know, had their fair share of wounds from what we've all experienced together. We're all in it together from, you know, the ripple effect that COVID has had since 2020. But, you know, com- compliance teams in particular really had to overcome a lot of challenges. There was a lot of scrutiny um, through regulators and even end clients, you know, just wanting to make sure that their data was safe. So if I'm working with a new advisor. You know, clients have now this expectation that all of the systems and the tools that you're using are keeping for example, if I'm a client, my information safe. And so there's a lot more power in the clients' hands now where they're actually we're actually seeing a lot of clients vet more diligently the advisors that they're working with, but it's also coming from the regulators at the top. I mean, we're seeing the SEC, just the, as an example, push, you know, new policies through just to make sure that data security is, is buttoned up all across the organization. And, and, and COVID has really accelerated, you know, the, the, the impact of that. I think, I think in a very good way, you know, making sure that everything is safe and secure as we work with advisors is, is super important, but it, do, it does pose a lot of challenges, for organizations and firms and advisors, but the challenge in that also presents an opportunity for wealth tech providers, where you know if you're making sure that the tools that you're building within your your platform or your solutions also have enhanced compliance capabilities, now that's a winning product because that's ultimately that's what compliance teams and advisors are looking for
1: on the car ride here, we were Talking about how many of these emerging technologies that are here are going to be here next year. How many of these emerging technologies are hoping to get eaten by a bigger fish? But there's a lot of thinking going on here. So how do advisors think about leveraging these emerging technologies?
0: Yeah, and that's, that's a big sticking point as well. I think that's sort of like the overarching layer or, or themes, if you will, or even pillars, let's call them that. I mean, when, when you look at the way firms and advisors are, are buying technology, we've got, you know, what what are they looking for? They're looking for, you know, can this solution or this product provide our, our firm and even me as an individual advisor efficiency at scale? Can it provide me with automation and integration into existing solutions that I'm already Currently, using right that way, I don't have to replace some of the technology that I'm using. Does it provide, like we just talked about, the security and the compliance angle? And importantly, does it provide my investors and my clients with added value? Are they feeling like you know they get additional value, or am I feeling as an advisor that I can now provide additional value by adopting a new technology and ultimately making? making my client the hero of the story. So let's talk about FutureVault. What was the big idea? Yeah, the, the, the genesis of, of FutureVault is a very interesting one. So FutureVault was founded by Scott Patterson. He's a, a very well-known, um, I call him a finance technology and media enthusiast. He's an investor as well in Canada. Scott started his career in investment banking. So he's got a background in finance, then he went on to technology, he opened an investment bank, did really well there. Um, he was actually one of the first investors in Lionsgate Entertainment, um, he was the the vice chair of the Toronto Stock Exchange, so he's got his pedigree in financial services and technology and media, but Scott has his own family office, and he was having an issue just managing his documents at scale. He's got about seven thousand, maybe eight thousand, now documents in his Future Vault. But prior to Future Vault, he didn't really have a proper solution, or wasn't able to find a proper solution to help him efficiently manage his documents, all seven thousand of them, including war, including warrants. Seven thousand. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I look at my documents and I'm like, I got two. I'm not even close to. Seventy, probably, yeah, but yeah. Um, you know, so it just shows you the complexity, of some of these of some of these individuals' lives, right? And these are some of the end clients that advisors are dealing with on a daily basis, especially the high net worth individuals. So, really, the genesis was a personal problem that Scott found that there was a huge hole in the market and how document management was was being delivered to individuals. And he's got a lot of uh, what we refer to in the product as, as entities. So you can think of that as different corporations and companies. And he's got a cottage. He's got, you know, his different children set up as entities as well, too. So he can now efficiently manage at scale all of the documents and the contacts related to each of those enti- entities. So if he wanted to search and find, for example, documents related to his his cottage, again, just as an example, he can easily do that now. So a lot quicker, a lot more efficient, everything's secure, everything happens within
1: the vault, internal and external collaboration. How do you talk to advisors about how it helps their business, both on a adding value and how they can talk to it about their clients?
0: Yeah, this is, in, and obviously I've, I've had a lot of practice being here at T3, right? We're, we're in our final day. So really yeah. for the advisor, it's kind of all of those things, Doug, that we had just talked about. It's... Efficiency at scale, it's about helping them automate a lot of the manual document-related processes. So even, let's use onboarding, for for example. We've got a really slick and smooth onboarding process where the moment a client signs a form, a new client agreement form, and this could be initiated through DocuSign or any other e-signature protocol, what takes place there is that a, a, a new vault is automatically provisioned to a client, so a new vault's activated for that client. And those onboarding documents, which is typically, I mean, depending on the number of accounts, they're opening anywhere between 8 to 15 or even more documents that they're signing, are automatically deposited now into their vault, into a specific folder. So me as a client, if I'm signing up or, or opening a new account, I've now got access to all of my onboarding documents Instantaneously, in in a second, as soon, as soon as I sign those documents, and for for an advisor, that means that they're also going to have those documents available to them too. And then that also means that back office and compliance will have access to those onboarding documents as well too. So from a compliance sake, you know they've they've got that they've got the view of all of the the activity that's taking place, and that's just one example. So really, for advisors to take. Hey, You know, we help you manage all of your your document exchanges that take place, whether that's between yourself and your back office or even with your clients, so to and
1: from. And we help you do it securely and efficiently, and we can help you automate. What's been some of the feedback you're getting from some advisors who use the system?
0: Really good. Yeah, really good. I mean, one of the the, very, the the common things we're seeing is that a number of our clients now have actually, we're saving them 30% time and money in their back office operations. That's great. So how did you get here? What's your path? My path is, so I, I've been working in fintech for about, um, for about five or six years now. I worked for, prior to joining FutureVault, I worked for two different companies, that uh, actually very similar, one was a Canadian company, one was an American company doing the same thing, online financial planning, essentially. Mm-hmm. So helping consumers, your everyday consumer, get access to holistic financial planning at a very affordable rate. And so I fell in love with the FinTech game. I knew the founders at Future Vault, and there was just, there was an opportunity that had presented itself to me to, to join the team. I loved what Future Vault was doing. I saw the vision for what they were going after and the problems that they were solving for, for back office, front office, and then clients as well, managing their personal documents. And I said,
1: absolutely, let's, let's do this and let's have fun with it. Well, it's a great company. You've been given a wonderful opportunity, so go hit it out of the park. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For the Advisorpedia production team, our producer, Jakey Beard. This is Doug Heikenden.